today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, here to talk about all this rain and where it went and, and the impact of it is uh, Brian Hughes, Manager of Capital Rehabilitation and Technical Operations with the City of Hamilton, joins us now on the Scott Thompson Show. Brian, how are you? Not bad, thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us. So what does it look like out there right now, b- b- beyond being a sunny day? I mean, you're probably seeing some pretty horrific things. Uh, we, we had uh, difficult times the last uh, last number of days. Uh, things are um, starting to dry out a little bit. Uh, I've been concentrating more on uh, work on the uh, escarpments, the Sherman Axis and the Kenilworth. Uh, also, uh, another project we have um, uh, we're checking on one on uh, York Road where we've got the road closed at the moment. So let's start with the Kenilworth access. I know there was a mudslide Friday at the hairpin. Uh, what happened there and how significant was it? The uh, What happened was uh, one of our patrols noticed that the, there was a mudslide uh, material just um, uh, slid down the uh, slid down the escarpment and uh, filled the uh, the area behind the barrier wall. There's normally we we have um, a, like a ditch area or a containment area for uh, material coming down. Unfortunately, recently we had been through there to clean that out, so there was some there was some space there for material, but it still got filled up and started to uh, overflow onto the road. Uh, that the concern for us was any more coming down would go straight. The, the containment area was full in that area, and the material would be straight onto the road. Uh, so obviously you caught it as uh, that space, as you said, was filling up. Uh, has that space been uh, evacuated? Has all that mud, all that gunk been brought out? We brought a contractor in there on Friday evening. He worked uh, late into the night and uh, cleaned out the material. And then we, we monitored the area on Saturday just to, because everything was saturated, we were afraid there may be some other, um, some other movement on the escarpment. So we were monitoring that on Saturday. We didn't want to open the road again. And uh, there is a section, uh, the connection between the Sherman and uh, Kenilworth that we have, uh, we've kept that closed because there is, uh, there's an area there we have some concerns. We want to get a contractor in there to remove um, a rock that is perched fairly high up. So the, the fear is that rock could uh, could be moved and, and tumble down? Yes. Uh, are these traditional problem spots or, or you know, in, in times of, you know, heavy downpours or consistent rain, are you and your team looking at these specific spots because they traditionally give us trouble? On the Kenilworth there, there have been instances over the last number of years, similar uh, similar locations. We have looked back to see if uh, if the locations are are uh, similar, and, and we are looking at the same spots all the time. Uh, you mentioned York Road in Dundas. That has been uh, closed uh, now for, for a few days now as you are assessing the condition of a damaged culvert and embankment. Talk to us about that. What's happening? We, uh, we noticed that there was... Um, there was a problem at, uh, at a culvert, again, uh, with our uh, crews uh, checking out these locations. They noticed there was a bit of a sinkhole uh, on the embankment behind uh, a concrete barrier wall. Uh, we checked that out. Uh, that's when we closed the road. There was, um, there was fear that the, the sinkhole would open up some more and uh, take a portion of the road with it. So we closed the road. We brought a contractor out there last Friday to see what we could do, and it was... Um, Everything was just too wet. He could not get any equipment in there, so he brought his equipment on the weekend. And this morning, he started um, he started removing the the damaged culvert, and we've started uh, doing some investigation into the embankment uh, to see 
whether we can um, do a repair there and get the road back open or if it has to be more extensive work. And unfortunately, we're, we're still in that investigation right now, so we, we can't really answer which way we're going yet. Depending on which way you do go, is there an estimated time of revival, if I can put it that way, for York Road? If it's if it's a repair, it would be the matter of a few days. If it's um, if it's a replacement, then it would be uh, in the order of weeks. We're chatting with uh, Brian Hughes, a manager of capital rehabilitation and technical operations uh, with the city of Hamilton here on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick, in for Scott today. Uh, we mentioned those um, uh, three key roads, Kenilworth Access, the Sherman Access, York Road in Dundas. We also have all sports fields in Hamilton that are waterlogged. Uh, uh, Waterfront Trail has been impacted by some flood uh, flooding and, and high uh, water levels. Uh, various areas of the city have been greatly impacted uh, it, can can you have imagined this type of impact when this storm system was passing through? Um, no, uh, we, we were just after the uh, the previous storm um, a week earlier. We had intense rainfall uh, that caused uh, major problems, and this uh, last few days, uh, it's just one on top of the other. The ground is saturated. It just makes. Uh, makes life very difficult to uh, to get control of it. Is this, uh, obviously Mother Nature is impossible to predict, or at least at the best of times, but is this preventable? Can we be doing other things, some mitigating measures to prevent this type of flooding, or is it just bound to happen? That's uh, a, a good question. Um, it, it's very hard it, with the intensity of the rainfall. It's very hard to deal with that. Uh, and when you combine that with the the high levels in uh, Lake Ontario, it, uh, it it just adds to the the problem. So it's it's a difficult thing to deal with. Certainly, those along the beach strip are uh, are dealing with um, you know the the unpleasant situation of having to bail water out of their basements because of well the heavy rain, uh, the consistent rain over the past week, the high water levels uh, on Lake Ontario as well. Uh, is is any of of your team or, or city employees out there helping and in, in assessing what's happening out there? Well, the the city is out there. We, we have. Um both our our group from uh, roads operations is out there on a regular basis. We're we're pumping uh, in areas where we can. We're uh, we've been trying to clean out catch basins. Uh, we're working closely with our uh, our associates in Hamilton Water who are checking on sewer systems. So there, there's a lot of activity out there. There's uh, not a lot of um, there's not a lot that can be done in some areas, but uh, we're we're trying to do the best we can. Interesting on how all of this is kind of uh, uh, launching us into emergency preparedness week this week, uh, and, and which brings the question: Are are we prepared for these kind of emergencies? I, I think uh, overall, I, I think we we seem to be doing uh, just comparing. Uh, the city with uh, other locations, especially when you look up around um, the the impact of the storm in Quebec, I think we we've been uh, handling things pretty well. When you, you mentioned Quebec, I was just going to ask you about that. You know, Gatineau and Montreal and even Ottawa. You know, some some uh, you talk about flooding. I mean, now we're getting into the extreme type of flooding where you know uh, water is well past the knees and into the waste area. Do communities share information? When I mean, when you're looking at what's happening in Montreal or Gatineau. Uh, is there a conversation between communities to say, "Hey, this happened, and this is what we did," and and, and have that uh, that that knowledge shared? It it, it would be. There are um, there are many uh, um, 
opportunities for engineers to get together and um, and review what has happened in in other locations and see try and get the lessons learned, see what you can do, and then it, it that transforms back into uh, the development of um, new areas within the city. And, and other cities as well, where you can develop your standards to try and deal with those uh, with those possible extreme situations. And just uh, one final question, just back to the Sherman Access, uh, the rock situation. Um, do we have an ETA on when that will be resolved? Uh, not yet. We we have been in touch with our contractor to get up there to get this work done. We're just waiting for a call back. Uh, it, they were. Uh, we couldn't send them up there on the weekends. Uh, we we have a contractor that will go up on the escarpment and um, and remove any loose rocks and that. It was just too wet for the contractor to safely go up and, and do any work there. How big is the rock that you're concerned about? Um, I don't know exactly the size. It's just, <laughs> I, looking at it from the roadway, it is uh, it's a substantial size. If it came down and bounced on the road, it would uh, it would do some it would damage. Some damage, which is why we want to keep that section closed. Yeah. Any other worrisome spots in and around the city that you're keeping an eye on? Um, worrisome. Uh, there's uh, nothing that. Um, uh, outside of those areas, I, I think you, I think you've covered the, the main uh, problem areas for us right now. We, we have uh, a number of areas that we always check on. In as we're getting a storm coming through, we have uh, our work crews are out there checking on uh, how catch basins and um, uh, sewer inlets are are working to make sure we're trying to make sure everything is clear for getting a storm through. Brian, appreciate the time. Uh, good luck uh, with the fight the rest of this week. Thank you. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.